welcome to another episode of Talking to Myself. I'm your host, Jake Letizia, and this is the podcast where I look into a camera and I talk to myself. How you doing? How's it going? First of the new year, dude. We're kicking off the new year with a fucking podcast. This is the second week of the new year. Uh, I'm excited, bro. This is going to be a good year. 100% it is. I'm in a hot room with the door open, trying to get some cool air coming in. What what could go wrong, dude? What could go wrong? I'm starting the year sweaty as fuck. It's that's that's comfortable for me, dude. That's a regular thing in my life. So I'm starting this year comfortable as shit, wet and comfortable. I'm excited for this year, man. It's gonna be good. I don't I don't want I'm I'm. I've, I've started a lot of years uh, uh, sad and depressed and feeling like, oh, this is going to suck. I've started a lot of years doubtful and shitty, and this year I feel very good about, and I don't really know explicitly why. I just, I just feel like this is going to be a good fucking year. I think it's because last year I finally, towards the second half of it, I finally started doing what I actually wanted to do, like quadrupling down on what I really liked doing and what I feel like is who I actually am. And, and the benefits that I've received from it are incredible. I've met lifelong friends. I've, I've, I've become better at the thing that I love most. Um, is everything perfect in my life? Absolutely not, bro. Financially I'm in shambles, dude. A few months ago, I was very financially comfortable. Right now, I'm very financially uncomfortable. (laughs) You know? I would like to say... The sentence I want to say is I'm not making as much money as I want to. But really, the sentence right now is I'm not making any money really at all right now. (laughs) And that's okay, dude. Sometimes I have to think very hard about what food I'm going to eat. Today I was like, I'm not sure if I can go to a restaurant with a friend who's in town because I don't, re- I can't really afford that. <laughs> That's life, dude. That's not the best, but you know what? There's so many other things around it that are fucking sick. That that is what that is what life is. That's what you focus on. That's what the year is. My finances will improve. I'll make it work as long as I keep doing what I should fucking be doing. I don't know. I don't believe in manifestation, but I'm, but, 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 but I'm, I'll be the fucking, I'll fall on my own sword to, 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 to speak into the air. It's going to be a good fucking year. It's going to be good. This is the, this is the year of honesty. That's how I feel. I'm done with bullshit. I'm done with all of the tiptoeing around what you really want to say. I'm very much, I'm not, I'm, this isn't the year of being an asshole. Don't get me wrong. Don't be a fucking cunt face. Don't be a shitty individual. But be honest. If you, if you like somebody, tell them in a healthy way. If you got a problem with somebody, tell them in a healthy way. Friends that come up to me and start talking to me about about shit in their lives that they don't really like or a relationship they're in or a friendship they're in and and all these problems with it. This year is the year where I go, I'm glad you told me. Thank you for venting. I'm here for that. I'm your friend. I'm here for you to unburden yourself. But after you unburden yourself onto me, I need you to go talk to the person. Have you talked to them yet? No. Go fucking do it. 
I understand that I'm an ear for you to whisper your hatreds into, but at the same time, you got to speak into the right ear, bro. I can be an ear for you, but I'm not their ear. I don't possess either of their ears. You got to go to the right ear so that it can actually be heard and fixed. This is the year. I started, I, I, the end of my year was very, um, the end of last year and the beginning of this year so far have been very like, I'm just going to uh, 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 find relief in my life where it isn't. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel like we build ourselves up with these burdens of feeling. And not, 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 that, not that it's wrong to feel. It's good to feel. You should feel things. But my, my thing is the burden of feeling is you building up all of the things you feel and never letting them out. And then you just have these relationships. You have these situationships, as people call them today. Dude, situationship is one of those terms. You ever hear a term and then you're like, oh, shit. That's, that's a thing people have described? Like, when I heard the term situationship, I was like, oh, fuck, that's like my whole life. <laughs> that's like, that's like, that's like large portions of my life. That's like, that's like very meaningful relationships in my life have been that. And I didn't even know the word for it until yesterday, you know? I can't believe it's taken me so long to learn a word that everyone uses to describe something that we all fucking hate. I can't believe it. Situationship is one of those words where when I heard it, I was like, how long has that existed? Because <laughs> if that existed since I got out of college, I've been, I've been late to the fucking game because I've been experiencing those in all of my adult life. And I consider adulthood, I guess you always move it forward, right? As you get older. Because right, I, was, I was about to say adulthood is your late 20s, but I'm in them right now. So does it, I'm, I'm about to leave them. So of course I feel that way. I feel the most like an adult now than I ever have in my life. I feel the most like, all right, uh, it's time to rearrange things and, 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 and make the life I want to live till I die. <laughs> to me, tw your 20s is you figuring out shit. And, and, and at least I'm going to try and make my 30s uh, uh, sh shifting my life into, into the one I want until I can't move anymore. <laughs> This is going to be a good year. No more bad fucking years. That's how I feel. I've, I've, I've spent too much of my, of my life filled with doubt, filled with uncertainty, filled with, with, with feeling shitty, feeling sad, feeling bad, filled with dread. Okay. And no more of that shit. Now it's hope. I'm hopeful. Not even hopeful. I have faith in shit. I, 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 I believe that's what I've been doing a lot lately. Believing. Believing that you can do something. Believing that it, that something isn't fucking impossible. There's so many fucking people who you meet who are like... And that was me. I, I used to be a person who internally I doubted. But externally I believed. And now, and now I finally feel like a person who like believes what they say. <laughs> For a long time I was holding on. I was saying a lot of things I wanted to believe and I couldn't. And now I finally am like, no, I really, I really believe that things are possible. 
Uh, I still think manifestation is stupid as fuck. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like I'm I'm saying what that is w without even... You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you believe in something, but, but, but when other people talk about it, you're like, shut up. Every time I hear about a vision board, I'm like, shut the fuck up. But at the same time, like, I write lists of things to do. <laughs> Which is that any different? Like, I wrote down a list of goals. Just because it's not on fucking poster board doesn't mean I'm not doing the same shit. I think manifestation is 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 a if as long as I think the whole vision board thing is good if you see it as like goals you are moving towards. If you put a, a poster board on the wall and fill it with shit that you that you hope happens, that's no good. But if you fucking get a whiteboard and write shit you're going to do. And you just, you just want a visual, a visual aid, a visual thing to see every day to be like, oh, that's, that's to remind yourself, like, these are the goals I need to hit this year. I think that's a good thing. I don't know I've talked about it on the podcast before. I've gone deep into resolutions and, and, and goals and how goals are what you should make and resolutions should fuck off. Also, I feel like resolutions are like. We think of it wrong. Like a resolution, what's a, re a re the word resolution, it's like resolving. You're resolving something in your fucking life. But the way we look at it is like, it's like, I'm not going to drink Coke this year. <laughs> I'm not going to drink soda this year. Because let's not drink soda. I mean, I guess some people use it as a way of like, I'm going to get in shape this year. But also it's like, I think the thing that bothers me is the the idea of this year. That's why I like the goals thing, because it's like, I want to have this, I want to do this. They're achievable things. But if you say, like, I want to work out this year, you're kind of being like, ever, like, this year I have to work out a ton. Instead of being like, hey, this year I want to work out ten times. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, I I'm also just... You know, I'm, I'm talking about it very generally, but I'm talking about how I feel about it. Maybe maybe other people... No no one's unique enough where they, how they feel isn't how some other people feel. And I'm definitely not specific enough for like... Other people definitely feel the same way of like, sometimes you build up things too big and then you don't do any of it. And so... Give yourself an easier task. Say, hey, I want to lose two pounds. And then if you can get yourself to lose two pounds, have another goal ahead of that to be like, well, if I can lose two, then I'll lose five. Fucking steps. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> it's just going to be a good year. That's all I'm saying. It's the year of honesty, bro. I was so honest with a friend the other night, and it made me feel so fucking good. It made me feel so good to be honest with her. She's a person who's been I've been friends with for a long time. And um when I first met her, I just I just I had a uh I had a crush on her, let's be real. I had a crush on her. I was very interested in her. Um I don't like I mean I've talked about this on the podcast before. I don't like using crush because it 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 a lot of people have a crush and they're and a crush is like them perceiving someone to be someone they're not. It's a crush is like an unobtainable uh, idea of what you think of a person in your brain. That's what I think a crush is. So really, to me, I was just very attracted to this person. I was super interested. 
And maybe I have the wrong definition of a crush. Maybe for other people, a crush... I don't know, but things like crushedomer, you know? Like, the, the, your crushedomer, is he really ever going to be the love of your life? <laughs> you really ever going to make that happen? I feel like a crush is a person who you're afraid to tell you're interested in. So they don't, they, you, they never become a real person in your fucking life. Anyway, this is a person who I was very interested in, uh, romantically. And, and as time went on, you know, we started becoming friends and the romantic thing kind of subsided. Um, and then, and then we became very close friends and then we got so comfortable with each other that we we're always honest with each other. And then we were honest about how we used to be interested in one another. And then once we were honest about that, the feeling was that we maybe want to do something. And then we eventually hooked up. And then after that happened, like we've been very flirty and part of me was like, I, I enjoy how we are now, but then part of me was also like, but also I don't fully know how to navigate. And an earlier version, an earlier version of me, a fucking young, early 20s version of me, the kid who was too scared to even tell that girl what I felt about her, uh, would have just been like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Which I did a little bit of that talking to friends. I was like, I don't know what the fuck. I don't really know what I'm doing. I, I don't understand what's going on. It's been a little bit frustrating. Um, and they would go and they would go what I said earlier in the podcast. Like, well, have you talked to her yet? And an earlier me would have been like, I'm not going to. Uh, but I, every time I said, uh, no, not yet. As soon as we, I see her though, I'm going to, as soon as we're, there's a setting where that's right. I'm going to talk about it. And, um, and then I did, we, we, we hung out and I, I just said outright, I said, yeah, sometimes I feel like it's confusing around you. Cause I don't really know what we should do. Like, I don't really know how romantic to be sometimes. And she's very receptive and we talked about it openly and it felt, and it felt so good and nothing. And it was, a, you know, it, it was, I was nervous to talk about it. It's a complicated thing to talk to your really close friend who you love about how to properly know when to like make out or not. <laughs> it's a nerve wracking question, you know? Yeah. We, you know, when, like, I would like to have sex again, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Cause we are friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But to be able to have a conversation like that and be open and, and, and it, it, it's, I don't know. I'm very happy with the way I am with this person and with the way I am in other relationships in my life. And I'm very happy that I'm in, I'm in, I'm at a state where if I, if there's something brewing in my head about a relationship I have or a friendship I have, when I see the person, I can talk to them about it and I don't feel scared. And I think part of that's being older, but people catch up to it faster than others. Like I thought I was pretty mature in my early twenties, but I fucking wasn't really. I was scared of a lot of shit. I was scared to say a lot of shit. Everything felt very high stakes in a way that when you get older, you realize they aren't that high of stakes. And when I get even older, I'll pro I probably, when I'm in, when I'm like 33, I'm going to like not give a fuck to a degree that's, that's, I don't know if it's going to be super comfortable or uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm going to be so jaded by social interactions that like, I'm going to be like, yes, yeah, so what? Because I'm already kind of like, yeah, just, you know. Just say how you feel to somebody. 
which 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 a younger me would have been like no yeah but what <laughs> no i'll say how i feel but also how do i do that and now i'm like yeah say how i feel that's the easiest thing But I think I think the reason why I'm like so like this is the year because like I said like I don't know I've 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 become friends with people who are who were who were my age when I was scared and they're more mature than I was at that age and I don't know so I so I feel like talking about it I'm like yeah man, like if you're me in your early 20s, if you're how I was in your early 20s, fucking don't be that way. The stakes that you think exist don't. As you get older, you realize every single thing that you thought was high stakes was not. High school was not life. That's what you think in high school. You think every, all of it will follow you forever. It doesn't. You know? You get rejected. People move on. People sometimes don't even fucking remember it. In eighth grade, it tormented me for years in eighth grade that I stole a girl's lunch money. She's one of my best friends in my whole life. I'm going to her wedding. When I finally told her about it in high school that I stole your lunch money in fucking, in fucking, I don't even know. I think it was a like kindergarten or some shit. She laughed and said, I don't remember that. You know? That was a first, that was one of my first moments of being saying something I dreaded saying. It's scary. But you 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 I don't know. I think also part of why I'm like talking about this is because I don't know, this friend who I who I'm very close with, who I who I love very dearly, we we were talking very openly about how like Because I've also been f conflicted with how I feel about a person. When, you, when you're friends with somebody and then you hook up, you become like, you, I feel like you either, you, I feel, I feel like for the most part, pe people either really want to be with the person or they, or they, or they don't, they just want to be friends. And, and that's not how I feel about it. I feel complicated in that. Like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I, I, I really like this person. And there are glimpses of how I used to feel. Uh, but also there's this fucking very intense friendship that we've created. And so now it's like the solidified thing we've made is what I really feel. But then there's glimpses of what I used to feel like floating around it. And that's a hard thing to talk to somebody about because you're like I don't know what they're what how they feel but also you don't know how someone feels until you fucking ask <laughs> that is a thing that seems so simple and maybe it is maybe you're listening to me right now being like yeah you fucking dumbass but but for the longest time I've always been like how does this person feel and I never I would never ask I would never ask <laughs> and and this is a time where I did I just said I said I said exactly what I just said there of like I really liked you and then we became friends and then it kind of went away and now I have glimpses of it and now sometimes I'm like maybe I do want to be with her and sometimes I don't feel that way 
And she said, I mean, can it be, I mean, maybe it's both. I feel both. And, I, and then I realized we feel the same, we feel the same conflicted way. And it felt nice. It felt nice to, to, to know how she felt and, and her to know how I felt. And, and I don't know. And then we were talking about like how there, there was a period where if I, I said, I think, I think early on, if I was as forward and confident as I am now it, with, with saying how I feel, and I just let you know that I was interested, I think we probably would have dated. And she goes, yeah, I think we would have too. And, and, and we were talking, and then we were talking about it and it was very nice to talk to her about it. It's like, there is a window. There's like a window for love. There's like a, there's a window for when you can really connect with someone in a way where, where you might, you might fall fucking in love. I think there was a moment in time where maybe I could have said something or done something. And then now, instead of being the friends we are, the complex friends that we are, but good complex, but good. We'd be, um, maybe we'd be fucking deeply in love. Who the fuck knows, dude? But there's a window. And so I guess I'm talking, I'm, I'm, well, the reason why I'm talking about it is because like, I'm from a perspective of, I'm, I've missed the window with certain people and I've hit the window with other people. And, uh, and I have no regrets in the current moment, <laughs> but I do think that like, I don't know. It's like stand up. It's like anything. Like I, there's hes there was hesitation in my life for certain things that if that if, that if someone was there to fucking push me a little bit harder, I think I would have done it. You know, and so that's why I feel so like that's why I'm here. I'm like I gotta fucking say it. <laughs> I need someone. You know, sometimes you just need somebody to to say, hey man, you'll be okay. You just gotta do this thing for you to do it. You'll be okay. I think you need to do this. Cause you realize it's all about how you say it. It's all about what you say. Cause you watch other people and you're like, I don't want to come off like that creepy piece of shit. I don't want to come off like that motherfucker. And that's a, that's a valid fear to have. You don't want to come off. You don't want to make somebody uncomfortable, make someone feel bad. And you see examples of that happening more times than they don't. But then again, the person who is having those bad experiences, they're out there being like, I hope somebody would give me a good one. <laughs> you know? Everybody feels that way. I feel that way. Every friend I have feels that way. Doesn't matter who you are, man, woman, whatever the fuck. You, everybody is like, I've had all these bad experiences. I hope someone will give me a good one. I've been approached by a lot of fucking idiots. I hope someone cool will do it. So don't not do it because other people have done it poorly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That goes along with anything. There are people who are terrible at stand-up. Doesn't mean you won't do it well. Fucking try. Try it. Try it out. If it's rough and uncomfortable and you see no way to improve, 
Don't do it anymore. <laughs> if you are really bad at approaching women, try it once. And if it's and if you are you fumble the ball in in a ca- catastrophic way, and everyone you know is like, "Hey, man, what'd you just do? Don't do it again." Wait it, wait it, wait a while. <laughs> I don't know. I think anyone can approve at anything if they if they fucking pay attention and try. I also feel like I'm rambling in a way that does not make any fucking sense. I hope I'm making some sense. I'm saying there's a window for love, bro, and it's fucking only open for a while. And then all of a sudden, the fucking the person feels a little bit chilly. They feel a brisk wind, and they're like, "I gotta close that thing." And sometimes the window, the window's open and it's not open for you, bro. (laughs) The window's open because she's would like someone to fucking walk up to her window and say hello. But sometimes she's looking out the window and she's, she's like, that guy's wearing a backwards hat. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Why is that guy climbing a tree? I don't like that. That guy's on a swing. I like, that's pretty cool. I want to go swing. You know what I'm saying? It's a fucking dumbass metaphor. (laughs) But it's fun. Dumb fucking metaphor, but it's fun. Yeah, man. Jump. Walk up to that window, dude. If you have a crush right now. Because also there's certain boundaries. That's the thing, too, is that, like... That's where I've always got hung up. It's like certain boundaries. And a lot of people do. I don't know. You know, if someone works at a place that you go to, it's like, yeah, I don't, you don't want to shit where you eat, that sort of a thing. But if you really are interested in somebody and the feeling is right, I don't know. And that's the problem too, is that you know that when a person works at a place, you're like, so many motherfuckers come in here and try and make something happen disingenuously. And you also see it because you're at the place. But then you're, but you got to be aware of like, yeah, but that's not, this person, this person likes certain people. (laughs) And if you feel like you're one of them, you might be, unless you're fucking delusional. And that's why this is all of this, all of what I'm talking about is hard to navigate. Because sometimes you tell you say this, right? You te- you give someone advice, and then you don't know that the person that they're talking about actually doesn't fucking like them. And that's why I'm always in my head being like, does someone really like me? There's only one way to find out. <laughs> you ask. <laughs> that's a hard thing to ask. Do you like me? I don't know. Is it, though? I think now it's easy. You go, hey, I'm really interested in you. I'd like to take you out sometime. They'll let you know. To let you fucking know. Um. Anyway, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but that was the timer. I'll see you guys in, this, in the next part. What's up? I'm back. Yeah. Window for love, bro. Walk up. Walk up to that window, dude. Say something. And if she rejects you, she rejects you. If she, if she likes you, she likes you, dude. The stakes are not as high as you think. They really are not. The stakes are low, especially if it's a true, if it's a real, fr- if it's a real person you like. 
they'll they'll let you down in a nice way and if they don't fuck like then if somebody if somebody rejects you in a in a gross and shitty way that's just a person revealing to you that they're not a person you want in your life at all but if somebody like very gracefully turns you down you're like oh shit all right well then maybe i like i like this person so much that i want to fucking be friends with them <laughs> I almost said date them. A friend of mine said that and she's, it was so funny because she's so fucking right where it's like a guy was not interested in her uh, ultimately like to be in a relationship. And so he kind of like broke it off with her and she was like, and he handled it so well. He handled it so well that it was like, well, you ha you're handling this so well. Can, can you, do you want to be my boyfriend? <laughs> Which is so fucking funny because it's true. When someone rejects you like really well, you're like, fuck. You're like, that's good judgment. <laughs> Honestly, when someone's not attracted to me, I'm like, damn, dude, that's sensible. I'm fucking, I'm deranged. I'm weird as shit. That's very sensible that you're like, this might be fun, but in the, in the long run, I don't know. That's very sensible. Can we get married? <laughs> Can we get married? You are so much more beautiful now that I know that you are like, Ugh, he's a lot. Because <laughs> you're right. I'm a lot, dude. And honestly, when people are very, very interested in me, I'm like, can't you tell that I'm a fucking annoying? <laughs> can't you tell that I'm irritating as shit? That's why most of my flirting is me doing irritating fucking shit. Because I'm testing someone's temperament. <laughs> Because I'm annoying. I'm. A, I know I'm annoying. I know I'm a lot. Okay. Well, I, I'm doing a podcast for an hour. That's that's a lot, bro. That's a person with so much going on in their stupid fucking brain that they need to pour it out somewhere to not lose their fucking mind. <laughs> so when I'm in a relationship, it's like I got it. You know. The only reason why I can talk for an hour on this thing is because there's multiple hours in my fucking head. <laughs> and my partner's got to hear a lot of it. And that's torturous, dude. That's crazy. I can't even... I appreciate everyone who listens to this, but I can't even imagine people listening to this on a consistent basis, let alone, like, fuck me and then talk to me for a long time. Crazy. But some people have taken up the mantle, bro, and I very much appreciate them for that. <laughs> I've, I appreciate their service, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel good, man. I feel good. I feel good about this year. Talk to, talk to the people you want to talk to, man. If you're in a relationship right now, hell yeah, Godspeed. I hope it's going well. I hope it's not going bad. I hope 2023 is a is a good year for your relationship. I feel like I was just saying something else and now I fucking lost it. Um the someone rejecting you attractive thing? Yeah. I don't know. People, yeah. Oh, but I also, what I try and figure out is like, the because the people I like, I don't know, the people who really like me, not all of them, some people who really like me and I really like them, you date for a while, but like, there are also some people who like really like you and like, they also suck. 
Maybe that's part of it. <laughs> Maybe it's part of it. It's it's the first red flag that someone really likes you, and then you find out the other red flags, like that they fucking are manipulate and are twisted. <laughs> that's fun talking to somebody who uh, who acts very innocent, and then will say some really fucked up shit, and then you'll be like, "Bro, that was really fucked up," and they're like, "How so?" <laughs> How was that fucked up? I don't even know how it was fucked up. What do you mean? Then you're like, I gotta get, I gotta get the fuck away from this person, huh? I gotta get the fuck away from this gas lighty lady. This GLL. Year of honesty, man. I started off the year very honest. I did. First night, New Year's night. Technically, New Year's. Technically, it was New Year's Day. Technically, it was the first of January. My friend was talking to some women at a bar. We went to with this big group to a couple of bars. And we were at the third and final bar of the evening. And my friend, he's a he's a he's a handsome guy. He likes to, you know, he likes to talk to women, go home with them, you know, he likes to live a, a you know, sexual lifestyle, you know? He he gets less annoyed than I do at people. <laughs> He has the skill where he can fuck someone who kind of irritates him. I wish I had that skill, if I'm being honest with you. I, I, I wish, I wish, that's a very normal thing. Why can't, I would love to do that. I, maybe that's my resolution. My resolution is, is be more honest about the people who annoy you and, and, and let them know they annoy you, but maybe have sex still. I don't know. Is it better? That's the thing that I've struggled with. Is like, is it worth having sex with someone who annoys the fuck out of you is it worth having sex once with somebody not really not because they're annoying also what if someone's really fucking annoying and then you have sex with them and then what if it's good then then you have that dilemma you got that fucking problem Oh, the sex with this annoying person is really fucking good. And then you just, you want, you, you want to fuck them more. And then you have to live with more of that annoying person. It's no good, bro. It's no good. It's no good if you find out that it's great. And then it fucking, that this person will eat away a lot of time in your life because you are not brave enough to be like, I don't need to have good sex. <laughs> Or you have you have you spend the whole night with someone who sucks and then you have sex with them and it sucks and then you're like what the fuck was it all for dude why not you know I'd much prefer to have bad sex one time with someone who like was sick as fuck the whole time you know what I'm saying because then at least your night was fun <laughs> you know at least you laughed a few times genuinely. There's definitely people listening to this right now being like, yeah, you fucking bitch. <laughs> nah, bro, I'd rather get fucking laid. I guess, dude. I guess. Anyway, uh, he was talking to these uh, this woman who he was interested in, and this woman was with, it, with two other women. And he walked over to me and he said, these women wanted to be talked to. And, uh, the two other women, one of them I thought was very attractive, uh, but I think someone else was talking to her when I walked over. So I ended up talking to this woman that was sitting in, uh, the middle of them. 
And um, I walk up and she immediately goes, how do you know him? And I was like, oh, uh, we both do comedy. And she goes, are you comedians? And I was like, yeah. By the way, this is, this is, this is her voice. I don't like when people do that voice as if it's like a generic woman's voice. It's not, it's not a woman's voice. It's, it's the voice of a woman. Honestly, it also could be the voice of a man. It's the voice of a person who fucking sucks. <laughs> no offense to people who have vocal uh, uh, fry, but I've never, I don't think I've ever met a person with vocal fry. That's not true. I have. I met a few people with vocal fry who are very sweet, nice people. But a lot of people with vocal fry, they suck. And I don't, I think it's because at a certain point in your life, you kind of choose your voice, dude. I didn't, I talked differently when I was younger. Friends of mine had normal voices and all of a sudden they were like, yeah, bro. I've talked about this before. So I think at a certain point you choose vocal fry and the people who choose vocal fry, they tend to choose it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Anyway, this woman was like, you're a comedian? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, wait, wait, let me, uh, uh, tell me something funny. Tell me a joke. And I, and and you know what? In my heart, I was like, this is, this is going to be a good year. (laughs) This is going to be the year of honesty. I walked up to this person who I kind of didn't really want to talk to, uh, like I wanted to talk I I was like yeah fuck it I'll talk to her she's she's kind of cute if it helps Kevin if it helps my friend out <laughs> I just said half of his name it's all good bro if it helps him out I'll fucking do it um so it's fine if I say his fucking name uh I wonder if he listens to hey man do you listen to the pod let me know uh anyway <laughs> uh, what's called um sh- you know i was like if it helps him out if it's if it's all whatever dude this will be maybe this will be fun immediately she hits me with the say something funny and i was like i'm just gonna be honest as fuck i'm gonna be honest also because sometimes that's also how i flirt is i'm honest back and i like you know try and fuck around and if a person doesn't like it then I'm just like alright well you aren't self aware enough to know how crazy what you said was so I don't really want to talk to you so that's what I did I went under that principle I said I'm going to let her know how wild that was to say and she goes well, say something funny and I just go why would I do that well that sounds awful <laughs> why would I do that that sounds awful because also a lot of people say that at the moment they're like say something funny it's like why why would I do that I don't say some things funny on command, dude. Even when you go up on stage, you've prepared. Anyway. Say something. Also, it's like, I don't... This is how you want to start our relationship? With you demanding me to do something? That sucks. (laughs) You demanding to fucking make you laugh? That's that's how we're going to start whatever this is? Fuck that. So I go, that sucks. And then she goes, wait, wait, I'm going to face you. I'm going to face you. And then she like turned around. She was very drunk. She turned around and then they had her like legs like open. And I was like in between her legs. And I was like, what the fuck is going? What the fuck are you doing? And then I said, and then she goes, where are you from? I go, New York, New York state. And she goes, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. I go, why would I give a shit if you're impressed? 
And my friend is laughing because it is, what I'm doing is like, I don't know. I think on a different person, she would have laughed. She would have been like, ha ha ha. I was like, where are you from? She's like, Nebraska. I was like, Nebraska fucking sucks, dude. Nebraska's mid as hell. And she's like, whatever, whatever. And she turns back around. And then she says to my friend, uh, for me to hear, she like pretends, she like gets close to me, but pretends to cover her mouth. She goes, I like you better than him. I like you better than him. And I went, okay, cool. <laughs> and then I walked away. <laughs> and you know what? I felt very good about it. That is, that is how I want to be in the new year. I want to, I want to, I started the new year right with pure honesty. <laughs> I thought about that girl on the date too, where she's like, you're mean. I was like, I think to some people I might be mean. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you're giving me shit and I'm giving you shit back in a flirty way, it's kind of crazy for you to call me mean, <laughs> right? Like that woman, that woman at the bar, she thought I was mean for sure, but she was being mean to me to say to me, I'm not impressed. That's a mean thing to say. So you know what you, what you say back? I don't give a shit. That's how you treat a stranger. I'm not impressed. I didn't say it to be impressive. That's where I'm from. You fucking idiot. <laughs> oh shit. So that's what I'm talking about, bro. Be honest. <laughs> it is funny how uh, a stranger who I really like, I, uh, uh, like within minutes, I'd be like, yo, you're really awesome. Like, I really adore you. I really like talking to you. Or if a stranger is mean, in two minutes, I can say, I don't give a shit what you think. <laughs> I really am fucking uh, swinging on, you know, from one end of the spectrum to the other in moments. Um, yeah. I don't know. The new year's been interesting so far. Somebody, a friend of mine, uh, told me that a friends of hers thought I was hot. And, um, that never works. That never works out. You, you notice that every time your friend tells you, uh, Hey, a friend of mine thinks you're hot. Almost 100% of the time, you you they show you who the person is, and you're like, I'm not interested in this person. You look at your friend, you go, Do you even know me? Do you even know what kind of people I like? Like, what are you, what are you telling me this for? You're trying to hook me up with somebody who makes me realize, oh, we're not as close of friends as I ever thought we were. <laughs> she doesn't have any of the same interests as me. She fucking she she seems like people I don't like, and I don't find her attractive. You think two things. You think, do you not like me? And do you think I'm ugly? <laughs> That's often what you feel. And I'm not the only one who feels this. The majority of human beings feel this way. Every mother, almost every motherfucker has had a moment where their friend says, one of my friends thinks you're really cute. Uh, you should you should go on a date with them and then you go oh let me see who they are and then and then you go ah what the fuck I'm not interested everyone's had that feeling you know how I know that because if if that worked out more if if your friend saying their friend liked you worked out even 60% of the time none of us would be single all of us would be in love. 
<laughs> All of us would be just chilling like, I love Sarah. <laughs> I love my little boo bear. That's what we'd be doing. Honestly, it would solve all loneliness. If 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 people had a hundred a one hundred percent hit rate with that, we would never fucking have to go on a date again. We would never have to be unsure again. Everyone would just be waiting for their friend to say something. But no, you can't wait for your friend to say something because what they have to say usually is bullshit. <laughs> usually, the person they suggest is not the one for you. It is not the love of your life. And even if it is, even if even if it is a situation where you're like, oh, they are attractive, for some reason it just doesn't happen. Because I think a lot of times when people say that person's hot, they're not really thinking anything's going to happen. They're just like, oh yeah, that person's attractive. And then once it becomes a real thing, they're like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait, that person was attractive, but now they're like a real person. And I don't know if I want to deal with that. <laughs> that person's you know i thought he was cute as fuck but now he's he's also in front of me i don't want to deal with that i gotta have a conversation with this figment of my imagination i don't want to do that but yeah i don't know but sometimes it works <laughs> Sometimes it works. Some people find the love the love of their life like that, but it's rare. That's more of like a 2% hit rate, I think. 5% maybe, if I'm being generous. Maybe 5% of people who that said it actually works. Um Yeah. Yeah. I feel uh I feel good, man. I don't know. Um, yeah. Life is good, man. Life is fun. Why not talk about penis bobinus? That's the year of the of the that's the phrase of the year. Penis bobinus. One hundred percent that's the phrase of the year. Penis bobinus. We got to start fucking just saying that all the time. That's the anthem of our of our life. Penis bobinus. Penis bobinus. Penis bobinus. That's what we're saying, bro. This is the year of honesty and penis bobinus. You got to be saying that every time you meet somebody new. You got to go up to people and say, hey, do you do you know what? Hey, penis bobinus. Am I right? And if the person does not say it back, you say, fuck you, bro. <laughs> you say, fuck you. You're out of my life. You approach that window of love by going, hey, I think you're really cute penis bobinus and if she goes what the fuck does that mean you go sayonara <laughs> but if she goes fuck yeah penis bobinus you kiss her on the mouth immediately you give her a ring to put on her finger so that you can get married fuck <laughs> Oh, shit. There are these two little kids that I saw um, romantically. No. <laughs> so fucking disgusting. What a disgusting joke. <laughs> uh, 
What a crazy thing to say. There were these two kids I saw romantically. No, dude. Ew, what the fuck? No, there are these two fucking kids. Uh, I keep seeing kids in inappropriate places. You know what I'm saying? I saw a kid in a fucking, I was doing an open mic and there was a kid just in running around the bar I was in. And I was on stage and I saw this kid in a zebra outfit in a fucking zebra onesie or like a cow onesie, some sort of white and black animal. And he's just running the fucking up and down as I'm on stage. I'm like, there's a kid in this bar. I forgot what I was going to say because this is wild. And no one, I think people laughed, but they didn't really believe me. And then somebody else went on stage like, there really is a kid in this bar. What's what's going on with people? I didn't know you were allowed to bring children into a bar. I didn't know that. I thought that was like illegal. But I guess it isn't. And then I was at this pool hall, which this made more sense. I understand, like, you know, it's, there's pool, there's foosball, there's games. It's a, it's a, there's chess, there's, there's, it's a game hall, you know? But there was this little kid that fucking was in there and, uh, (laughs) he was like running around stealing the chalks from all the tables and then just like putting, and then putting them on the ground or like putting them on top of tables. He was like just taking chalks and putting them all over the place. And it's a pool hall, so I was like, damn, I wonder if people are getting, like, pissed off. Because even I wasn't pissed. I was laughing. But at the same time, I was like, I, I need some chalk, though, bro. You can't take all my chalk. Um, But it was funny because uh, this little kid was wearing a fucking jacket or, like, a t-shirt that was just, like, a police. It just said police on the back of it. Like, it looked like a, a tiny version of his dad's shirt or something. And it just said police on the back of it. And, and like, it just... It looked like he was wearing a police uniform. And it's not Halloween. It's just it's just life, you know? And, uh... I was looking at this kid being like, it, whether you're ACAB or not, like, whether you're with the cops or against the cops or somewhere in the middle, it's wild for this kid to be wearing this thing. <laughs> it's wild, bro. It's fucking crazy, dude. It's wild, dude. It'd be like if he was wearing, like, a fireman's hat and a fireman's jacket. It'd be uncomfortable. It's just strange. It's not Halloween, bro. What are you wearing? This kid just loves the police. This kid has no. This kid doesn't understand what the police are, bro. Don't fucking throw that on him. You know what? It, you know what was weird about it is like you know that like when you're a kid, parents are largely in charge of what you wear. So you're like, does this kid even know what he's wearing? <laughs> is this kid gonna grow up and be like, what the fuck? Like look at old pictures of himself and be like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't like the cops at all, bro. The cops don't like me, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> That'd be funny as hell. He gets canceled as an adult. That would be one of those un... That would be one of those bullshit ones where like it'd be loud for a minute and then it wouldn't matter. Right? If somebody was like, you wore a police shirt when you were eight years old or six years old in a pool hall. <laughs> It's like, hey man, do the math of that, okay? Why was I six years old in a pool hall? That's not very good. And I also got, (laughs) why am I six years old in a pool hall at 1 a.m.? And I'm also wearing a police shirt? None of those things were my choices, man. (laughs) You're gonna try and fucking take me down for this? I was six, bro. I was six and I was tired. I was just out here stealing chalks, man. 
How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what people's goals are. I wonder what I wonder I wonder what people are out there thinking. I'm always fascinated with that when the new year starts. What are people thinking about? What are people doing? Cuz I don't know when the new this year this year the week before the new year I was feeling kind of sad and I was feeling kind of weird. I think I was just thinking about life. And also, like, there's that weird week before the new year where everyone's just waiting for the new year to start. Everyone's just waiting. Everyone's kind of, like, overdosing on their bad habits because they're like, well, next year I won't do them. And they find out two weeks in, you're going to do them. You're going to do them. You're going to drink soda. You're going to fucking smoke weed. Some of you won't. Some of you won't. But most of us will. (laughs) Most of us will. I've, I've many years I've been like, I'm going to not play video games this year. And that never happened. (laughs) But then, you know, you, I don't know. You try and make something productive out of your vices. And I've, you know, the new year has made me think about how much video games I've played and why I'm, why I'm so, why it's such an important thing to me. And, uh, we're not important thing. Why is it such a draw to me? And now I've been talking about it on stage, which has been very fun. That's the thing about fucking artistic thi- or or whatever you want to call it. Creative endeavors, fuck comedy, whatever the writing, whatever the fuck you do. Like, at least you can, you know, at least the mistakes you make and the shit, you, like, the shit you do, you can, you can turn it into something productive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if I was a lawyer... Uh, the fact that I played uh, uh, 1200 hours of God of War is not, is not going to benefit me ever. (laughs) But now I get to tell a joke about it and people laugh and it's like, all right, well, at least, you know, at least I didn't do all that in vain. (laughs) At least my sacrifice led to fucking people laughing. All right. Anyway, um, thank you for listening. This is going to run out in like 10 seconds. I'm going to stop the timer now. Uh, Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Bro, the new year is all about perseverance and persistence and honesty, dude. This podcast, fucking iLock, which is the thing that allows you to use Pro Tools, just fucking crashed. The cloud crashed yesterday. And and none of the podcasts, I did a full half hour, none of it recorded. But you know what? I waited waited for iLock to come back up. I'm here the next day. I'm recording the whole thing. We did it. It was successful. You're listening. Thank you. It's all about perseverance, motherfucker. Just, just, just fucking do what you want to do. Do what you like to do. Tell people you love them. Don't miss that window. And uh, uh, the stakes are lower than you think. Just stay calm, be cool, and be comfortable and nice, and you'll be fucking fine, dude. Just be kind to people. Uh, anyway. Also, recognize, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But thank you for listening. Uh, I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Jane.